On this episode of the AIE Podcast... Final Fantasy, anyone? Hellscream is about to get what's coming to him. Free spaceships! Eve is about to jettison some players. And we talked to Pellel and Max about AIE in SWOTOR. All that and more coming up right now. Bringing you the latest news from the AIE gaming community from planet Earth and beyond. This is the AIE Podcast. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is the AIE Podcast, episode 160, The Die Has Been Podcast, broadcasting from beautiful Northern California. This is Gomez. Hey, hey, party people. And coming at us from the deep south out in central Alabama is Accuzad. Greetings. This is Accuzad. So, Aludra might show up during the show. Uh, she she said she was feeling a little ill earlier and might have, you know, laid down, which we've all done before, and then you wake up like five hours after you're supposed to have done something. So, she might show up later in the show. We're not sure, uh, but we're going to... I think you know, it was just a cover story. I think she had called away for a secret mission. Oh, again? Because, you know, Man, there she are pet always gets the coming. secret missions. They always got to consult with her I when that happens. never, never get any secret missions. So, what has been going on with you, Zod, in the world of... Every craft. The world of Zodcraft. Um, <laughs> that's, that's my next game, the world of Zodcraft. I sit around like knit or something. Yeah, knit one, Pearl two. Uh, let me see. Work been work has been wonderful. We've been busy rolling out Office 365 to a uh, group of about 3,500 employees. And uh, been, I'm the one who's been doing training. For some reason, they decided I was the one who should get up in front of everybody and train the entire company on how to uh, log into their email. I uh, don't know why. Apparently, I've got some experience of just talking and blathering on for, for half an hour. I wonder time. where they would have gotten that idea. That no clue whatsoever. <laughs> so, uh, no, we're pretty excited. It's actually a nice. I mean, we've been using Exchange for work for a long time, which is Microsoft system. Moving up to the cloud, which means on our end as system administrators, we don't have to worry about it as much. We no longer have to take over the manual, tedious managing servers. So, very happy. Also, organizing a little League of Legends things. Uh, we're going to talk about a little bit later on the show. Oh, yes. Uh, getting really excited about the upcoming changes in WoW and really kind of too excited about what's coming up on EverQuest next. So I've been just hanging on to every word about that game. That one looks like it's going to be pretty awesome. There are just too, you... there's too many games coming out in the next six months. Absolutely. It's oh, terrifying. and playing Batman. Uh, the Steam sale bit me. I bought uh, Batman, oh. both Arkham City and Arkham Asylum, and I've been playing Asylum. I think that's the first one. Really loving it. I wish I'd played it back when it came out. It's a great game. Well, but you Whew. you paid like one-tenth for it, so... Oh, yeah, I paid like a nickel. It was awesome. <laughs> uh, so what have you been up to? Uh, so I, I've been uh, I've been able to game a little bit more, so uh, I although I'm playing Pixel People or was playing Pixel People until they were like, hey, look, now you can play online with your friends. You log in using Facebook. And I was like, okay, don't have Facebook, but let's let's continue. And it got to the point that now every time the game launches, it pops up a dialogue that you can't skip past, that you have to close three of them in a row to actually be able to start playing the game. And so I oh, sent you them... Facebook. No, you really want Facebook. Don't no, you want Facebook? No, I don't. Are it you turns on Facebook? Out, Come on, you should be on Facebook. Yeah, it's like, oh, hey, the pet store where you can exchange stuff with other people. And then you have to close three dialogue boxes, and then I can start playing. And I was like, nope, I'm I out. Hate that. I, I hate I, that. I don't... I didn't mind that, you know, they did Facebook integration. Lots of people use Facebook. I'm sure lots of people that play Pixel People use Facebook. But 
I don't want it to be a requirement. So yeah, I sent them an okay. angry tweet, which I'm sure they cared deeply about. And I was like, what yeah, is fix- are you going to fix this in a future patch? If not, I'm not playing anymore. And they, you know, I'm sure didn't care at all, but it made me what angry. Is pixel people? It is like a little city building thing. And you take like a mayor and a sheriff and it makes a different, like a different job. So you just make you, you basically are making a civilization full of people and you combine two jobs to make another job. And it's, oh, it's, it's a like little, alchemy. Yeah. It's like the game people alchemy. alchemy. Mix, <laughs> oh, that's, I love the little alchemy thing. You mix water and earth and you get mud. You mix mud and water and yes. you get something else. So, it's, it's like that yeah. except with jobs, basically. So it, it, I, it was really fun and I've been playing it for a really long time until yesterday's update kind of ruined it for me. So I've I, uh, been playing a lot of Shadowrun Returns. So that, that game is really awesome. You can get it on Steam. It's really inexpensive if you like Shadowrun. It's a fantastic story. I've been thoroughly enjoying that. Uh, also been getting out biking more, which I'm thrilled to. I'm doing about 50 to 60 miles a week. Uh, if anyone's on Strava, which is kind of a social networking thing that like keeps track of your routes and stuff, uh, hit me up on Twitter and I, you know, we can exchange Strava information. And so I don't know if people in the chat room can actually tell, but they said Hangouts are now HD. So... In chat room, if you like, if you can let us know if it actually looks any different, because I, in theory, you, have an HD camera, but to me, it doesn't look you any different. See where I missed shaving right there? I missed <laughs> there. Yeah. So I'm just really curious to see because it would be neat to be able to do some additional stuff, and I'm going to kind of mess with some camera programs to see if I can, you know, hmm. do some fancier things while we're do, while we're here in the show. But haven't really had a chance to mess with it yet because they just made the announcement a couple days ago. I did not know they were not HD. Yeah. So it shows what I know. It just said, you know, it's HD ready now as of, I think, earlier in the week. So I'm not sure what's going on there. So this week, uh, we are joined by two special guests, one of which is our very, uh, very own, uh, not very Dark Lord. That doesn't make any sense. Our very own Dark Lord, Palpatine, otherwise known as Pelel. Welcome. So how have things been going with you since we last chatted? You have been... Very busy on the officer forums, I have seen. Uh, yeah, a little bit. Um, <laughs> actually, I haven't done a whole lot of playing like the last month. Uh, pretty much I went on vacation, went to Nertacular, and then got back and then uh, moved. Oh. So oh. still kind of putting stuff away, getting things set up. And, um, you know, just there's been a couple of new things that came out in Star Wars I'm just now getting to dive into as of like this week. Oh, so, cool. So just kind of been busy. Um I'm, All right, so I'm, when you moved, what came first, television or internet? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you don't, you don't want to ask me. Yeah, the, the whole internet thing is, yeah, a sore subject. It was, oh. once oh. again, another nightmare. Um, I will not be endorsing AT&T. That's all I'm saying. I, yeah, I can't really argue. <laughs> no, I, I can't argue either. I had them for one year, which is longer than I wanted them. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, um, aside from that little hiccup, uh, everything else has been good. And like I said, I'm, I'm just now starting to get back into the games and uh, I'm, I'm happy to do so. Cool, cool. So and we have also with us the marathon runner and marathon player, I would argue, uh, who seems to play most of the games that AIE is a part of. Max, how has it been going, Max? Good. How's it going, team? 
It's going uh, going good. Yeah. <laughs> Every miss yeah. in the pre-show, I have to announce as Max is like, oh yeah, I go running for three hours a day. <laughs> a day. Three hours. Once in a while, running. I'll go run for three hours. Uh, Sunday, I'll I'll this Sunday, I'll go run for three hours. Why do you hate your life that much? I don't get it. <laughs> as I said, you know, then then I like my life so much more when I'm done. You know, it's like it's like hitting yourself with a two by four. When you stop, it just feels really good. So, do you actually get like endorphins and such when you're going on runs that are that long? <laughs> no, no. Okay, I I, I, I think I your know. endorphins it, are a it, myth. It's fine. You get to go slower than it's it's the slowest I'll run. So it's 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 pretty relaxing. The first you know about. 12, 15 miles is is really fine. It's nice. I'm listening to tons of podcasts. I'm listening to a lot of frog pants stuff. Wow. But, you know, you get up to about 17, 18, 19, 20 miles, and it's it's been long by that <laughs> point, and you're a little tired. So well, I'm always super thrilled about my, like, oh, you know how cool I did, you know, 16, 17 miles today. And then Max, of course, has to ruin it by tweeting, yeah, I just ran 15 miles. I'm like, I got to coast for part of mine, so I it's you know I guess it's all you know proportion. You've been doing it for years, and I just started back up four months ago. So you know I'll, yeah, I'll get there. I'll yeah, get there. Yeah. <laughs> hey, on my part, I sat and watched like three Walking Deads in a row. <laughs> so there yeah. you go. Wow. My friend is a marathon. <laughs> definitely will get your heart pacing. Nonstop. <laughs> I I tweeted this out last time I was running. I was listening to World War Z on on Audible. And by the end, when it was, you know, it was like 85 degrees. and You're like looking you know, over your shoulder. I, I, I'm like scanning the bushes and I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm in a daze and expecting zombies to jump out of me. Now, you know, uh, there is a zombies run app you can get. Yes. Oh, really? And, and zombie races you can run in where zombies chase you on the running race route. And I've seen those as well. Yeah. Nice. Pell, Pell showed me a few of those. We got we to gotta go do one of those. <laughs> So cool. Uh, it's good to have you both with us. So we'll be digging into SOTOR shortly, but first we're going to get into this week's news. AIE News. So as I said, he's been busy. Uh, AIE's own Pelo and Abavan will be having an informational meeting about Final Fantasy, including Q&A and open discussion in Vent tonight, uh, basically right after the podcast, right? Like 7 o'clock? ish yeah that's pretty much okay right after we're done here i'm gonna head over there okay so uh right right after this wonderful podcast so if you missed the meeting the q a will continue on the final fantasy section of the imperial imperium ludi section of the forums with go to the forums there's so much information there they have their own subsection of the imperial ludi section so you'll want to go in there there's so many posts now with the game ramping up it's uh you, there's there's too much information to even mention here there's a lot of attention towards it and speaking more Final Fantasy, the Final Fantasy Open Beta starts this weekend. It's the 16th for previous beta testers, it's the 17th for everyone else, and it runs through the 19th. So, it's here, go to it. Early access for the game starts on the 24th for pre-orders, with the official launch on the 27th. Which we'll all miss because we'll be at Dragon Con. So, I do have a question here, Pell. Uh, does that mean... You can play, like if you're a previous beta tester and you pre-ordered it, you can go from the 16th to the 19th and then they basically shut down for a week, but it, they don't reset anything. Um, yeah, I believe that's, there's nothing that's supposed to be getting wiped in uh, this last phase. Okay. So basically, yeah, your, your character stuff should carry over. Uh, I definitely know with the early access that it will for sure. Okay, so basically you have a like three or four day head start 
and then you'll have a little more of a head start if you've pre-ordered it. And then the, ga- the official game launches on the 27th. Okay. Because the dates were sort of all like, so they're shutting down for a week, but they're probably shutting down for a week and then building a ton more servers to be ready for right. when, you know, launch day. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure about that. Um, you know, their their start and end times have been really weird on the weekends. You know, okay. um, I expect to be able to play Sunday afternoon. And of course, the servers are already shut down. Okay. So, yeah, you know, and they start earlier on Friday as well. And, of course, all of us here are at work. So, yeah, you know, you miss out on almost, uh, you know, a good day. Oh, and we also have a confirmation from Abavan. So if Pell and Abavan both think it's that way, it must be that way. So we're, we're going with that with those dates. The dates will be listed in the show notes. So our illustrious Accuzod here, everyone's busy. I need to like be more active or something, has taken upon himself to organize an event in a game which many AIE people play, but because of the way the game is set up, there's really no official presence there. So if you play League of Legends, which of course you do, uh, Zod is looking to get something spooled up so a bunch of folks of all skill levels can participate, and I'm going to let him sort of describe what has been going on here. Yeah, as, as, as you mentioned, I've been trying to uh, do the GURP process into League of Legends to make that an official AI game. Although I'm still on the fence about whether it works right, there really is no in-game guild structure. It's yeah. all kind of out-of-game community that you play, then in-game in small teams. But uh, a lot of people want to get in the game, but they're kind of worried about it because it is a PvP-centric game. And yes, there are those kind of people to play that make you wish that you weren't. Uh, and it's not that way when you play the AIE members. So we're going to put together a series of tournaments for new players uh, this is not against other humans. It's against the in-game artificial intelligence, the bots. So it's an AIE versus bots league where uh, two AIE teams will each individually play their own game against bots. Whoever beats their bots the first wins that round between the two of them. Ooh. And so we'll however many teams we get going, we'll just do this. How quickly can you kill your bots rounds? And so it's open for anyone who's uh, new to the game, uh, just wants to check it out. People have been playing for a while, but maybe don't like playing tournaments or even those who are hardcore uh, you know, gold-level tournament players that want to jump in and play are welcome to join us, whether they're AIE or Frog Pants or Friends of Friends. We just want to get people together and let them get into League of Legends playing with some friendly people. Uh, the information is all in the Imperium Ludi forms. Okay, cool. Thanks for organizing that. I know yeah. that's a non-trivial thing to organize. <laughs> All right, uh, and now the officers of AIE World of Warcraft would like to remind everyone that if you or a friend are returning to the game after maybe being away for a little bit and you find your character has been removed for inactivity, all you've got to do is jump into the AIE LFO channel and ask for a reinvite. Your account and your characters are already in the Umami database, so you don't have to file another application. Just jump on in, ask for a reinvite, say, hey, I'm back. We're happy to invite you back in. Just remember, remember, of course, as always, that the officers, uh, no volunteers are playing too. They may not be able to answer you right away. So hang in there. Be patient. We're happy to get you back in. And also, uh, he did mention this was AIE World of Warcraft. That's pretty much AIE of any game. Uh, once you're in the database, you're in the database. And you don't really need to worry about, uh, don't need to, well, I'm distracted by the TARDIS. Ah! We just started watching season three, so I'm really far behind. Um, my better half came in and reminded me that I forgot that my TARDIS and my uh, pet drop here. <laughs> so, um, and also, we don't typically remove characters from the database. So, a lot of people will email the officers and say, oh, hey, you can remove this character, remove You might want to use that name again. And if you do use that name again, you don't need to fill out another application. So, you can just email or you can just hop into AIELFO and we can get you right in really quick. So, 
it just remember if you get kicked you can from any of the guilds provided you remember a good standing if you get kicked for other reasons you're probably not listening to the podcast I'm just gonna. That's true. I'm just gonna throw it out there. So, um, speaking of Blizzard, so uh, Zarim from Blizzard itself, they they actually email us with news now. It's really cool. Uh, in case you've been hiding under an internet rock, there's a new trailer out for the World of Warcraft patch 5.4 Siege of Ogrimmar. Uh, if you're looking for a reason to take down Garrosh, but beyond him kind of being a jerk and super racist and stuff, then uh, look no further. So, wow. I I know that Blizzard wow. has a dedicated team to make this stuff, but holy cow, that's that those cinematics are so good. I'm thoroughly amazed. I mean, I'm not even currently playing WoW, and this makes me want to resub, even though I can't even really raid anymore. It's it's really really amazing. I have to admit, I've been kind of wandering through the game too because I haven't had a, a solid raid team for a few months, so. Just kind of you know, trying to figure out what characters I want. I've kind of lost interest in all my tunes. But I saw this video. I'm like, oh, oh, I want this right now. I want to play right now. They they are yeah. so good at dangling that like, hey, look at this shiny thing. You can fight oh. this cool stuff. And here's a bunch of cool bosses. And the in-game or the the stuff they can do with the, the animation team is just fantastic. So, oh, yeah. Um, I mean, the video itself is an awesome animation, yeah. an awesome storyline. But what it's promoting looks like it's going to be a lot of fun again. More like, you know, Ice Crown Citadel level. Uh, you know, Karazhan kind of entertainment into the uh, back end of the game. Yes, yes. All right, so um, if you are out exploring the galaxy in the AIE fleet in Star Trek Online, you should be aware you should log in this week. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, Taken My Zucchini has posted in the forums that ships are being given away for free. Free ships uh, by Perfect World. Log in early, log in often, as there have been some neat things given away. There are items which would normally cost Zen, and who doesn't have Zen? Uh, but not for this time period. They're all for free. Just log in and get your goodies. So yeah, I got mine. Oh, yeah. No, I, I should do that. I'm, I'm all patched up with, you know, current, but I need to get in the game and actually uh, get that stuff. Yeah, so, I got one of those shuttles. It was cool. So uh, we have an update also from the Spreadships in Space, folks. Uh, they're starting to implement a rule that has been really in the books from the start. They're going to start to purge folks who are inactive or just have not logged in. The cutoff is three months, and all you, if you're just logging in to update your skills, that is active enough. Because they understand there's people that don't play their alts that are just leveling their alts till they can get to a useful point. Uh, that's all you need to do. Uh, but they are they are basically they're removing people. I'm I'm not sure about the whole if you're already in Umami, you can get invited back in because I know that because we're at war with so many people, uh, the minimum amount of time that you can be out and then invited back in is a week. So if you get removed uh, by accident, uh, they will do their best to get you back in. But there might be sort of a cool down that they need to wait to to get you back into the uh, the corp spies. Yes. Or if you're a spy. That's it. If you're a spy, you're not allowed back in. <laughs> so, um also, <laughs> due to some like crazy I didn't log in for 2 weeks and now I'm kind of terrified to log in because I think all of my stuff is gone. So, due to all the crazy war activities, there's a post regarding making some money because AIE U has been forced to move to a new area of space. Because we kind of lost a couple battles in a big war, so <laughs> I'm very. Where, where was your stuff? Um, I had some in Five Tax Six, and I had some at the university. In is it Karen? 
which oh, I believe Karen's fine. Okay, Karen's, Karen's okay. Fine. You can get you can get every, anything shipped from Karen over to Aridia where where the the new the Testagon is. But yeah, I had uh, I had two rather large salvaging ships in five tax six, so I'm pretty. You could sure... maybe get them. I mean, if the clock <laughs> is ticking. It's going to be like you know the next day or two. Some of those the Sav is going to transfer on some of those. I think so. Okay, so I, I should probably log in some this weekend and try to get my stuff out. But just just so you yeah. know, yeah. But AIE use at war with you know as part of test alliance so yeah. there's you, you might you might be losing some stuff if you're just kind of hanging out and not logging in like i am so be, talk be to aware Stu. Of that. He'll, he'll jump it on this car- carrier for you oh yes oh yeah yeah Stu has moved so much stuff in that game for me it's kind of unreal so what we're really here to talk about oh i i guess we're here to talk about all stuff aie but swotor is our focus this week i, I you know what i'm I'm such a bad nerd in that I have all sorts of Star Wars sound effects. I should really have them for this part of the podcast. But I was remiss. I don't have the Imperial March like ready to go for, you know, Pelel's oh, grand entrance. That'd be perfect. But, <laughs> but done, done, the done, show is now done, your done, guys. Done, what done, would you done. care to talk about uh, with regards to AIE in Star Wars The Old Republic? <clears throat> all right. Um, well, I have something that I want to, uh, to, uh, get off my chest here uh, before we actually get into some of the news. Um, so uh, to kick it off, I'm just going to say uh, before we get into the news, I want to um, say something that's been on my mind and some of the other officers as well. Uh, in Star Wars as a guild, we have taken a kind of hands-off approach in terms of like maintaining our numbers as far as guildies. Uh, this means we really haven't been actively recruiting outside of our established community. Uh, this, in part, has kind of led to a drop-off in active players within Star Wars. And I actually expect this to be the case in some of the other AIE games as well. The thing is, we want to change this. We've been operating on the thought that since AIE WoW has this previously established player, bla- player base, that it seems only natural that the other AIE-branded games would also have something similar, like a built-in you know, player group. Uh, but there are a couple truths about this. Um, the first is, once the shiny wears off, people migrate back to the game of their choice. And secondly, a pool of existing members is still only a pool of roughly the same numbers, no matter where they come from. So, I mean, even if you're playing WoW and you come over into you know Star Wars and get bored with it, you're still going to go back, and that number doesn't really change. Um, combine that with uh, the mostly hands-off approach that we have been taking towards running in-game guild events and raids. Um, it's kind of led to a stagnation uh, within the individual game community. Um, we do need to approach this from a different direction, though. Uh, we want to create a home for any AIE player to come and check out any particular game. Uh, we need to be more proactive in man- maintaining and uh, growing the community. Um, it's no secret that AIE is one of the largest gaming guilds in the world, primarily due to the instance and their WoW numbers, uh, but we, we, we would like to take that to the next level. And in order to do so, we're going to try to actively recruit uh, beyond what we're doing now. Um, as we continue to grow, we're going to start using social media sites a bit more than what we have been. Uh, I totally expect to see a Google Plus AIE Star Wars page, um, a Facebook AIE Star Wars page, for example. Uh, personally, I'd like to start moving away from the AIE Guild hashtag myself and using game-specific ones like AIE uh, SWOTOR or AIE EVE or, you know, AIE LOTRO. 
whether the other games choose to do that remains to be seen, but in Star Wars, this is what we would like to do in order to help grow the community. Um, the other thing is, uh, coming off the heels of Remembrance Day, I want to give uh, BrewDog a special shout out for helping organizing the events of, for the week for us in Star Wars. Uh, he picked up a lot of the slack when he didn't really have to, which is what AIE is totally all about. Uh, it reinforces that officers don't necessarily have to be the ones to run events all the time, but we still want to encourage guildies to think outside the box and do fun things for the community. Uh, that said, expect to see a more hands-on approach from us, the officers in general. And that's my soapbox, and I'm stepping off of it. <laughs> so, I, and I, I think it, it's funny because I, uh, I'm not trying to, you know, peel the layers back too much, but I, I have seen this sort of uh, response or this sort of comment from a, a bunch of the games within the AIE world. I think you guys are certainly sort of leading the charge on active recruiting, uh, you know, trying to do more active community events and that sort of stuff. But I, I think that the AIE gaming community in general is going to be growing a ton in the next year in all of the games, simply because it sounds like the officers are looking to really start to focus on one or two games that they're really active and really passionate about and really trying to draw additional people in that get it. Because it's not like we're going to be randomly posting on forums and blah, blah, blah. But we're certainly going to be, you know, actively recruiting because we want people to know how cool AIE is. We want and it, it always kind of baffles me that the, the AIE haters, as it were, uh, it's not like we're an exclusive club. The requirement is don't be a jerk. Sign up an umami. You're done. Like, really, that's there's no stringent requirement or anything. So I, I'm really, really glad that it sounds like a lot of the officers are taking it upon themselves to say, no, this game is cool. And I know it's not. Wow, we're never going to have those numbers. But that doesn't mean we can't have a thriving community within this game. So I think you guys are doing a fantastic job. One of the events you're going to be talking about later, I've been watching sort of develop on the officer forums. And man, you guys are really outdoing yourself. Like, it sounds really, really cool. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of excited for it. I, I gotta say. <laughs> okay, now I have to ask because you know I'm a little paranoid here about having to join uh, Swotor. We like when when during the membership drive, do I have to like submit my blood for an imidacloran sample test? Oh, uh, you said the M words. <laughs> okay, no. good, good, because I haven't studied. So. I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> I wish I did, Florian, Lucas. Oh man. All right. Um, so, that said, uh, next news we have, um, there's a new 16-man team on the block. Uh, it's kind of like a combination of awesomeness, like when you put together five lions and they form a kick-ass light sword-wielding giant robot. Yeah! <laughs> uh, Lords of Light and Sith with Unlimited Power have combined to do a one-night-a-week 16-man operation. Uh, with the experience of both teams, we're just about killing Scum and Villainy, which is the most recent added um, operation. Uh, story mode in just about two hours, um, and that's pretty good. This new team does need a name that matches its epic style, though, and I'm totally looking at Maki on this one. Oh, has he been the, like, de facto namer? Uh, he is pretty much, you know, uh, running the show as far as this particular uh, oh, okay. ops team, so I'm, you know, throwing it out there. Defer to him. Exactly. <laughs> Otherwise, we'll hear about it. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, <laughs> rules with an iron fist. 
around your neck. Uh, there you go, Makia. There's your. Uh... Or from across the room, rules <laughs> with an iron fist, like he's ready to just like, come on now. <laughs> he he told us that when we were prepping for the show. He said, "I expect to be made fun of and thrown under the bus." Uh, that's just part for the. <laughs> well, the hey, course, right? you can always count on us for for doing that sort of thing. Apples, um, the chat room. I saw that. You know that right now. I saw that. Charger's uh, on. Nice. Uh, do you want to take this next one there, Max? <laughs> this one's yours. You, you, you take this 16-man name. I'm not taking credit for that. So we also do have the other 16-man uh, Uber casual team that I actually run, um, though I still have, like, BrewDog or Machia lead it uh, because I just like the sound of their voices. Um, it is called Size Does Matter, and <laughs> if you are a new 50 to 55, uh, we try to run one every few weeks, and we love to take new people along that may not you know, necessarily be able to commit to a structured weekly ops team. Um, basically, we have a handful of people that like to run and have no problem you know, taking people along, and we want people to see some of this content. Uh, normally, gear's not going to be an issue, so I mean, if you're interested, Definitely keep your eyes on the forums or, you know, the tweeters, um, and we'll be posting something on the next run here soon. So when yeah, you say – those are really fun. When you say gear doesn't matter, so I hit 50, and then I have literally not logged into the game since then, so I have absolutely no raid gear. Is that is that still, like, acceptable? Like, will that work for this situation? Well, <laughs> go ahead, Max. Yeah, for the most part, um, it you know it helps to have the the baseline, and any any baseline gear is gonna if you're if you're running in blues or greens, it's gonna be a little bit hard to to keep you alive. But we could probably carry you through pretty much anything. Okay. Um, but it's also pretty easy. You know, come in a couple nights. We're running uh, hard mode, flashpoint nights. A couple nights. We'll, we we can talk about those too. But it's pretty quick to get gear, and I bet for anyone new coming in at that level, by the end of that night, you'll have a whole bunch of gear. Oh, because so. no one else needs it. Yeah. So okay. Yeah. So no one else is rolling yeah, against it, you for for. I don't even remember what the loot right. system, but yeah, it's. Those are my favorite raids. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll all, have fifty five. We'll yeah, we'll mostly be running fifty con level fifty content with fifty fives, and you know, so it's it's a good opportunity for people that just can only go once in a while or don't have a lot of gear or just want to jump in. We prioritize getting those people in, and it makes it really fun. Okay. So. I've I've been having fun with those, and Pell did a great job setting that up. Is a great idea. Thanks. I'll let you grab this one then. How's that? All right. Sounds good. Um, uh, new events. So we've got, see, as I mentioned, we've got some hard night, uh, hard mode nights. So uh, flashpoints are sort of the dungeons of uh, you know, the the small team dungeons of of Star Wars. Uh, Seema's got one on Tuesday night. So anybody who wants to jump in some hard mode flashpoints, these are level fifty five. Helps to have a little bit of gear. Um, but then you'll get you'll be getting rating you'll be getting level 55 rating gear out of these things, and then uh, uh, Arbachet is one of our other main uh, ops leaders. He's got another one scheduled for Friday nights because they moved some of their um, their ops team uh, nights and freed up some time, so he wanted to set some up on those nights too. And those have been really well attended. Um, we also have another ops team that's sort of melded out of out of uh, some some of our existing players and and added a couple new ones here and there, which is a a hard mode um, hard mode nightmare mode team that runs on Thursday nights, and that one's that one's pretty tight team that Machia's 
now locking down and he's got us you know very strict rules for doing a little bit more hardcore content um, but that's that's pretty interesting people can keep an eye on our progress there and if you're interested let me know uh, or let Machia know and we can see about uh, getting you on the alt list and, and rotating people into that over time too um, oh yeah Arvishet's uh, <laughs> Arvishet has branded his night the uh, triple F the funky flashpoint Fridays <laughs> everybody's got to have a a catchy name. Nice alliteration. Well, what one thing that has always made me a little sad is that a lot of people, their entire guild is their raid team. Like in WoW, there are there are you know guilds that are twenty five people or ten people, and that's their. I really wish they would have guild, and then below that you could have the raid team name. I think would be a really really cool addition to a ton of games, but that's just. Yeah, yeah, I, that I is, don't know if that's going to happen. Cool. <clears throat> So I've been sending my. I, I went to the Star Wars Cantina tour um, in Chicago last week. Oh so yeah, I've been I saw pictures all my, from that. That looked really yeah. cool. <laughs> so I've been tweeting all my uh, all my suggestions now directly to Eric Musco and and Amber Green. Um, so any suggestions you have for Star Wars, I, I I'm pals with those guys. So I'll just oh sweet I'll just sweet. I'll get you, I'll, well there. I just gave you an idea. So you know, I'm hit sure them up really with that. <laughs> Anything Max says, put it in the game. <laughs> right. All right. Um, you want me to talk about 2.3 stuff, pal? Yeah, I mean, I think you've got a little bit more uh, into it than I have so far. I mean, I've gotten the the mounts, but... Yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll show that in just a second, too. Um, oh, I, I also said I would show off um, Jabber. Um, shout out to, to the Jabber chat room. Um, we've been using that a lot. Uh, let me... Oh, and FYI, you can use I Jabber to actually get into the AIE chat channel as well. So that's that is one yeah. thing that you can completely. So uh, there, there you go. There's Greenwall. <laughs> yep, there's there's the Greenwall room in uh, in Jabber. I'm I'm hanging out there uh, pretty much all the time, um, as are uh, plenty of other people. Um, but if, if you're looking for an officer in a bunch of the different games, feel free to jump in there and, and grab somebody out of there. Even if we're not in, in game at the time, it's a good place to find people. It's also a good place to just chat cross game, have a green wall um, up no matter where you are. But yes, so patch 2.3. There, there we go. People are, are, uh, <laughs> are, are chatting. I told them I would, I would put it up in the, in the video feed. Um, so Star Wars has been... Um, uh, doing a great job. Bioware has been doing a great job of adding content. So they've recently added content um, to both um, <laughs> to to both uh, uh, for for both events and some of the stage content and new items. Um, they've got a stream of content that's that's going to be available over the course of, of the next couple months. Um, a bigger update coming in October, but one just dropped, and it's been a pretty fun one. Um, it's patch 2.3. And they've added a few different things. One thing that they've added, which I will show you, is uh, Tauntaun mounts. So we've been waiting for these for, for, for quite a while. That is not um, a Tauntaun mount. I'm looking no, at it. That's that's me. This is my bounty hunter. <laughs> I just I just got a I, I I finally got to Valor level seventy so I could sh I could get into this cool war hero gear. Is that a that power tech? Myself. Uh it's a mercenary. Mercenary, okay. But, but it looks it's the same it's the same looking gear. But did you see me wave to my Tauntaun, and he appeared underneath me? Yay! So please tell mouse. me they make the noise as you're running around. Yeah, they do. Every Sweet. time you summon them. 
I yeah, love, and, and, I don't know what that noise is, but I did a well, like this super crazy, I don't know what that <laughs> noise is. <laughs> they've, they've sampled like a, a like three or four um, different uh, versions of it too. So every time you summon it, it makes a different one. So if you're running around the fleet, you'll hear tons of them. Um, nice. Oh, I might need to sub, or, you know, just log back in just for that. <laughs> I'm, and it's not too hard to get. This yeah, is this like, one anyone can can collect. Yeah, go ahead, pal. I was gonna say it's like the easiest, um, you know, quest ability or quest thing to get. You just have to collect, uh, I think, fifteen uh, data. Yep. And then yeah. uh, fifteen for one and twenty for the other. And uh, the thing is the um, the spawns are individual, so you're not, people aren't camping them per se. They're camping them for themselves, but you know, you can get your own. Okay. That one though, does it keep you warm if you're locked outside the walls <laughs> on a cold night? Uh, it, it keeps you lukewarm. Uh, oh man. That was well played, sir. Well played. <laughs> Zod, why did you, why did you do that? I just softballed that one right up there, didn't you I? You totally did. I'm, I'm waiting for them to put in a uh, slash tauntaun. Oh, <laughs> that is that is my favorite Star Wars joke ever. Um, Seema will will tell you she she expects it every time we talk about Tauntaun. <laughs> oh, so so yeah, that's that's one thing they added the Tauntaun mounts and and it is pretty easy to get those. It's it's fun to get those. They also added a whole new um, area of dailies, and with every daily area comes uh, a reputation set, um, a you know reputation ranks that you can gain, and with reputation ranks comes the rewards. Okay. Um, so with the new daily area, they've got like a, a a really cool speeder that you can that you can get. Oh, see, I've got pictures for all this stuff. I'm slacking off here. <laughs> um, they've got a, a really cool speeder um, that you can get. A bunch of weapons, um, some extra customizations for your um, companions. Yeah, this this speeder is is very cool. This is one of my favorite uh, speeders in the game. You gotta you gotta be like legendary. Status, which isn't too hard to get, but it takes a, a few rounds of uh, of uh, reputation before you can get it. This daily area is around 24/7, uh, never goes away, so everybody can do their dailies in this and gain the reputation. So in about three weeks, you could have this mount. Um, wow, that's way season. better than the the awkward sort of thing that my character <laughs> drives around. <laughs> oh, that's right, but yeah, I have I have it? a whole bunch of those like crazy whatever the points are. So there's probably some mounts I can buy there, aren't there? Yeah, there's okay. there's plenty of, of mounts you can buy. Um, uh, with cartel, so you're saying you have cartel coins? Well, because I bought the collector's edition and I subbed for like a year and a third, so yeah. I I still have those. I'm assuming sitting on my account unless they somehow expire. Yeah, there the, you you totally do. There's dozens and dozens of of mounts that you can buy with cartel oh, coins. There's also cheap mounts you can buy off of the market. Um, and there's bunches you can get through quests. So I'm gonna have of, to reinstall this cool weekend because I I lost all my games when I had to reinstall Windows. So I might have to reinstall this weekend to uh, to collect this one on you some can of only this get stuff. From an event that I I really like this one. It was a broken speeder that was part of the event, and then you got it at the end. Why would you want a broken one? <laughs> Look, it's got like smoke it's coming sparking, out the back. And yeah, Apparently, nice. it ran into a tree. <laughs> it, yub yub. Yeah. Can see the the trail of smoke at least. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's one of my favorite ones. Does it like oh, spin I, oh, I, occasionally yeah, like this one. as you're going? Because I remember spin that out. one of the <laughs> dump dump you out. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh man, this is an example of a of a cartel. You can buy these off the market too, and Ooh. pretty much anything you can get with cartel coins, um, you can get off the market as well. Um, oh, that's right, because uh, you can basically box it back up and then put it on the on the market. Yep. Okay. But you see, if you can see, it's it's semi translucent and it it sort of pulses with with energy and oh, it's nice. very cool. Anyway. Um, so yeah, tons of stuff with the with the new uh, rep area. It, we've got uh, also though they added um, two new um, a new event which everybody's having a lot of fun with, which is the bounty hunter event. This o is only going to show up one week a month, um, and this is one of the new areas in the game. This is called the Cartel Bazaar, where a lot of this um, the new content is is being based out of. So this is a new area on the fleet. Um, but one week a month, you can go and get bounty contracts and hunt down bad guys on various planets. And you get to pick up one contract a day. You go to the terminal, and there's some lead-in quests. Um, but you eventually build up to bigger and bigger bad guys that you're going after. You go after these kingpins eventually on, on these planets. And you have to unlock them, and you have to gain reputation. Um, but again, you, there's a bunch of rewards that come out of this, and it's it's a good story that goes along with it, too. So I'm, I'm having fun with the with the bounty hunter. Um, bounty week so you said that's right one now. week out of every month that that yeah, happens? Yeah, so this okay. one will always come back, um, but it's only one week out of the month. So it's uh, the Dark Moon Fair of... Sort of. <laughs> um, <laughs> Except so, you hunt so, down and kill people. Yeah, but not as yeah. hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we've got, a, we've got a couple now of these recurring events, and I expect them to add more over time. So now we're going to have one the week of bounty contracts a month. We've got pretty much once a month, we've got the Gree event where the giant Gree spaceship comes back to Ilum, and you know they have a bunch of quests where, they, see, the Gree are really interested in watching you fight, you know, fight robots and fight other people and, and fight, uh, you know, fight pirates. So all, all the quests are based around that. But the Greed come back once a month. You know, I think they're going to add more of these uh, over time, which is pretty cool. Um, and finally, the last thing that was added, um, which is related to all of this content but somewhat separate, is a new companion. Um, and this new companion is the Ewok, Treek. Nice. Um, Treek's, Treek's a little badass bounty hunter of her own. Um, and she's got a, a cool little story. There's, there's my little Treek. Um, a, a cool little story, a bunch of abilities. She can either be a healer or a or a tank. Um, she's got a little, her little bowcaster, and uh, she is a she's a mean fighter. <laughs> so you can you can get Treek relatively easily. Um, there's a little quest to unlock her. Does she costs in-game credits? There's a way to unlock through the cartel shop also. Um, but then there's a whole bunch of customizations that go with Treek and uh, a bunch of, uh, of ways to play with Treek that are very cool. So that's so that's what everybody's been doing the past two weeks. Do is, they sort is, of hand uh, wave the fact stuff. that Ewoks don't really speak basic? There is a – well, she doesn't really uh, – she doesn't speak basic. She she speaks in a primitive language. Uh, there, so, some some nerds, like we're not, <laughs> some nerds uh, justified the, uh, the lore somehow. So <laughs> it's – I don't know what you're talking about, it's, nerds. It's, it's <laughs> this gigantic game book. <laughs> so yeah, it's uh, but it's it's very cool. So between everybody getting their Tauntaun mounts, everybody getting their new treat companion, and and going on the bounty hunts, and and the two new flashpoints that are part of the the new daily area, um, there's been plenty of stuff that people have been having a blast with the last couple weeks. 
Okay. So that's, and that's so good. we have about about 15 minutes left. I know this is this is the event that I think I teased two weeks ago or maybe three weeks ago on the podcast. Pell, let us know what is going on with this event that the officers I I am thoroughly amazed at how much time and effort you guys are putting into this. This is totally awesome. <laughs> well, uh, like Max said, everybody has been occupied doing some of these new things, but uh we would like to do something again for the guild itself. And um, recently, I <laughs> I've become addicted to the Amazing Race. Uh, it's been on like Hulu Plus. I think I caught one season on Amazon Prime first, and then I started from season one on uh, Hulu. Okay, I got to interject. If if we ever do the Amazing Race in real life, I get dibs on Max. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, well you have to keep up. Let's go. Let's go, man. Yeah, there you go. Um, but the thing is, uh, I'm kind of excited about this because we're going to kind of rework the the race for Star Wars. Um, you know, for those of you that are not familiar with the Amazing Race, basically it's a race around the world with 11 to 12 teams of two uh, that are com- competing for a prize of a million dollars. There are typically 12 legs of the race where certain objectives must be performed to advance to the next leg, and typically that's three to five per location. Um, Normally, the last person to check in on each leg gets eliminated until there are about three teams left racing, and then the first team to the finish line wins a million bucks. Uh, a million um, credits, folks. Don't don't well, think no, no, that Max and Pell are going to be, like, hauling out and giving you the million dollars, because I think no. they, they might not be here if that was the case. <laughs> yeah, no, this, that's just the breakdown of the original the game. Oh, okay. We're going to change it up a bit. Um, we're not going to do teams uh, just because of the game commitment mechanics right now and this is the first time we're trying something large like this we're going to do individuals only Um, there's not going to be any eliminations but there may be time penalties associated for each place for the legs so if you come in first then you're going to start first on the next night Um, if you come in second you may start three minutes after the first team or five minutes after you know and so on and so forth um, that way we can keep it kind of confined to a certain, you know, couple hours instead of like longer. Um, the race itself is not going to be limited to the game. Uh, we definitely need Vin- Ventrilo to do this uh, because there's going to be audio clues um, that are related that we'll be giving. Um, and for this particular race, we it's recommended that you be at least level 50, and you can use you know, a tune from either faction, but it's got to be one tune. So you can't use, you know, this one tune one night and then use your, you know, uh, Imperial Alt the next. It has to be the same tune you started with. Um, And because of this, it's going to be a five-night event um, with each night being a leg of the race. So for our race, each leg is going to consist of about four different stages. um, And like I said, each leg may last a couple hours depending. Because of this, it's important that you are committed to the race and run each night. If you miss one night, you're not going to be able to advance the next leg. So we're trying to nail down currently which week is going to work the best, um, but are shooting for either the first, or I'm sorry, the last week of August, which is literally like in two weeks, uh, or the first or second week of September. Um, there's a pull up in the announcement thread that I posted earlier today um, that's going to be open for five days. And at the end of the five days, we're going to take the one that has the most votes. 
Now, just to mention, I'm sure you already took this in consideration. Remember, Dragon Con is that last weekend of August, first weekend of September. So, yeah, yeah. See, and that's the thing. I mean, we want to give a lot of people different options. And, you know, if it's going to be during the holiday weekend, I don't think we're going to do it on the weekend, you know, or that Monday. Um, so it's just a matter of figuring out which week people want and then adjusting the days that we're going to run accordingly. Yep. Um, but in keeping with the theme of the amazing race, we're going to award the winner of the actual race a prize of 1 million credits. Nice. Um, and we're going to have other surprises as well. Um, so, you know, if you don't win first, we're thinking about, you know, making a prize for second and third or doing something else, but we're, you know, still toying with some ideas yet. Um, if this event is as successful as I think it's going to be, it's my intent to do this, you know, quarterly, like once every, you know, three months or so. Um, and as we do, instead of, you know, five legs, maybe we could grow it to seven or, you know, it just depends on, you know, the activity and how well this goes and how easy it's pulled, you know, it is to pull off. Granted, it does take some planning. I've been working on this probably for a good couple months. Um, the other thing is, is if this is successful, the next round that we do, um, I will seek actively volunteers that would like to help run it as clue givers or whatever, um, just to give everybody a chance to play because right now this particular race is going to be run by the officers. Um, but I would like them to have the opportunity to run it in the future, you know, not knowing any of the clues or any of that stuff. Um, yeah, and lastly, I think this would be a good idea for uh, recruitment for, you know, as a, a recruitment tool, because if it's decent and we have the interest, I mean, it's possible that we could open this up to the server. Um, however, we just have to come up with an alternate way to communicate as opposed to Ventrilo, but that's further down the line. Uh, other than that, uh, that's my big announcement for the Amazing Race Star Wars. Um, if you're not familiar with it, like I said, it's on YouTube, Hulu Plus, Amazon Prime. If you watch an episode or two, it'll give you a sense of what we're trying to go for. Can't wait. There's not going to yeah. be any eating contest, too, because I saw one of the... I, I've only seen like four episodes, I think, total, but I saw one where they took an ostrich egg and they made one team member basically eat an entire ostrich egg worth of scrambled eggs, and I was getting queasy just watching yeah. these, I was just like, "Oh, stop! Don't don't they, keep eating." <laughs> they do typically have like a, an eating challenge Whoa. or two, but obviously we won't be doing anything like that per se. <laughs> oh, come there's, on, hangouts! We could be like, "You have to eat, you have to eat this entire bucket of chicken in you know twenty minutes." Go. There's okay. plenty of in-game food. We we could. There's Rodian mayo sandwiches. Oh so, yes, I remember that. <laughs> my my daughter, when I play with her, always has a stack of them in her backpack. So when I need to like trade her a piece of gear, she always gives me like a Rodian mayo sandwich or pickled space worm. It's like here you go, you you take this. Yeah, it's too bad we don't have something like they have in WoW where you can chug like eight brews and then throw up. Yeah, yeah. Our Lo Lord of the Rings has Lord of the Rings has eating contests. Yeah, we, we got to add that in. I'll I'll talk Maybe. to Eric Musco and, and Amber Green. We'll Maybe we can out. make this meta and go across all the games. Oh, one night's cool. Lotro, one night's Star Wars. Oh, man. That... I can see that down the road. That, that First one to get from the Vale to Tatooine wins. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you must make a pit stop, you know, at... Uh, In Ogremar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Okay, cool. I, I very much look forward to it. I, I'm almost tempted to even get back active into the game just to spectate this. Like, because I'm yeah. not going to be able to go every night, so I don't think I can participate. But just to see a couple of the nights, just to see the people struggling to try to finish the challenges, I think would be very interesting to watch. Yeah, and, and I've got this doc that I've been working on that has all the individual challenges and breakdowns. And just reading it makes me happy. Just all the different things we're going to be doing. <laughs> yeah, st- stop in. Maybe we'll have side betting for the the people that aren't running it. And we'll you know, get some oh. get some little side things going on. Okay, so we we have about five minutes left. If you guys want to uh, mention any other stuff, that would be uh, that would be good at this point. I I'm I'm pretty good. The only one thing I wanted to mention, I did get a an instant message from uh, Machia. He has a name um, for the. Uh, for the 16-man uh, team, so there's there's a flashpoint called Mandalorian Raiders, and when you when you're in the middle of a flashpoint, not too much of a spoiler, but um, some some guys break into the to the middle. You're about you're about to fight this robot, and then some bad guys break in, um, and there's four of them, and they're called Battle Team Royal. Um, nice. So we uh, <laughs> so so our joke always with that, and this is what Maki I think wants to call the team is. Uh, is a play on Pulp Fiction, which is Battle Team Royal with cheese. With cheese, yes. <laughs> first thing went through my head when you said that. Oh, that's a Pulp Fiction. Yeah, the joke. second exactly. anyone says Royal or Royale, it's it's Royale. over. That yeah. my my brain so we, has we gone always, down that conversation. <laughs> exactly. We always say Royale with cheese when, when that comes up. So I think that's going to be the name of the of the sixteen man midweek run. Nice, nice. Yeah, and the only thing I think I would add is that it was good seeing everybody at Nerdtacular. Um, oh, yeah, where's my... 99% positive that I'll be returning next year. Um, hung out with a bunch of Star Wars people as well as other people in the community. Um, the live AIE podcast was awesome, though I was a bit distracted and late to the game because of a rogue game of Cards Against Humanity. <laughs> yes. Well, to be fair, to be fair with, with regards to that. So we were really sort of guerrilla podcasting there. I really want to talk to Scott next year about getting us. I don't care if we're in the tiniest room that they have to actually get us on the schedule because trying to let people know where and when we were going to do stuff with the crappy, like wireless and internet we had there. I, oh. it was nearly impossible. I mean, we had more people than we've ever had at a live show. I was thrilled, but yeah. I think if we would have been on the schedule, we would have had probably 30 or 40 more people. So that, that's not your guys fault at all. The fact that both of you showed up, I was thrilled about that's, I, it was really good to see you both there. Yeah, and, it was, it was very cool. Yeah. There was a lot of stuff that was done on the fly. The, uh, the community picture for one. Had that to awesome. uh, <laughs> make the wedding planner cry because she was going to be flash mobbed by you know a bunch of nerds. Oh, she, yeah, she was. Yeah, she was not happy. <laughs> that was fun. But uh, we we were like so. What we had what 150 people practically. Oh, we had 100 yeah. people. It, it so, was a lot. And, there, there were there were probably five rows of 15 people, 16 people. It, it was a lot of people. Yeah. But we were in and out of there. It, really, it must have been like 75 seconds. Yeah. You know, we like we we all lined up. We snapped a couple of pictures and we all ran out. So, yeah, I, you know, I, she, I think her panic attack was... abated. Like as she yeah. came back to the thing and saw we were filing out of the area that she was like, you cannot be here. Yeah. There is a wedding. 
So yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we we yeah we. Uh, We'll plan that a little bit. Yes. That would also be good to be on the schedule. Hey, are you in AIE? Three o'clock. Come to this location and we will let the hotel know beforehand. And then there won't be any crazy conflict. Next year, we're going to the reception. And there were a lot of, exactly. Nice. There were a lot of people that were AIE that didn't get to, you know, partake in the picture also. I mean, it was literally on the fly, you know, and and I feel bad that. They missed out. We kept posing and kept being like, nope, this isn't big enough either. Let's go to another location. So we finally had to go outside because there was not a location that was big enough to hold all of us. And that is a testament to AIE. Oh, yes. And I would like to, you know, (laughs) get that rolling. Get that in all the games. Man, you guys are going to make me install this game tonight. I yeah. will I will run in and do that while I'm editing the show because that's going to probably take a while to patch I would imagine from the base install of the probably, game. Probably yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're going to Yeah, small small patches. <laughs> so that's our show for this evening. We want to thank both Pell and Max for joining us. Next week we'll be talking to the gang from AIE in Rift. Now stay tuned. We've got a full ride of great AIE member segments coming right up, including Mod Shop, Mega Minute, Ludra's Pets, Azeroth Archives, and Hunter Talk. But first, if you need to reach us, we can be found at podcast at aie-guild.org. You can follow us on Twitter at AIE Podcast. I am at Show Not Found, Accuzod is at Accuzod, and Aludra is at Aludra underscore AIE. Our two guest Twitters are at Pellel and at Max the Gray. So we record live with video every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific, and we'll list every other time zone coming soon. So you can join the chat room and play along with us or watch one of our past shows on our website at theaipodcast.com. So our theme was composed by the amazing Andrew Allen. Follow him at Keys with Soul, or you can go to keyswithsoul.com. Congratulations on being a member of AIE, one of the largest and most fantastic gaming communities on the planet. Now because AIE is so large, there is a very good chance that one of your fellow members may be living right next door. What if I told you there was a place where all of the information pertinent to you could be accessed in one easy to navigate website? A one-stop shop to organize meetups for BlizzCon, DragonCon, Nerdtacular, or even a small get-together at the local pub. Go to www.meetup.com slash aleia-eocta-est-gaming-community and register. Put in your location, and you'll have access to all of the latest events that AIE has to offer. That's www.meetup.com slash aleia-eocta-est-gaming-community. AIE where all the nice people on the internet are. Gentlemen and ladies, ladies and gentlemen, please direct your attention to AIE Submissions. Ow. Welcome back to another Mega Minute with Mega Code, a mini cast on all things Holy Paladin. This week I'll complete my Throne of Thunder raid synopsis by going over the Lei Shen encounter. 
Two tanks with three healers were used for this boss kill. This fight is broken up into three main phases and two small transition phases. Phases 1 and 2 center around the raid dealing with Lei Shen's abilities and those he gains while we move him from each conduit. In phase 3, you deal with his regular abilities and a few extra, but none of those granted from the conduits. The transition phases require you to deal with the abilities he gains from the conduits. Like always, I keep Beacon of Light on one tank while rolling three Holy Power Eternal Flames onto them. So let's go over the conduits. The North Conduit grants Lei Shen Static Shock, which is a damaging debuff he puts on one person. Simply group up with that person to spread some of its damage. Eternal Flames did some nice healing for those affected. The East Conduit grants Lei Shen Diffusion Chain, which is a chain lightning attack which spawns an add. With people spread out 10 yards, this only affects one person. I like to throw an Eternal Flame or two to those possibly affected. The South Conduit grants Lei Shen Overcharge, which is a debuff cast on a person which roots them. After 6 seconds, it bursts damaging and stunning those around them. Everyone needs to, if possible, group up with the stunned player to avoid the damage and stun. The West Conduit grants Lei Shen Bouncing Bolt, which is a bolt of lightning thrown to the ground. If it touches the ground, it not only causes damage to players close by, but it spawns an add. A blue swirl on the ground indicates where it will drop, so one person just needs to run into it to prevent the add from spawning. Damage from this ability is extremely minimal. During the phases 1 and 2, the only other major damage you need to be really concerned with is Thunderstruck in Phase 1 and Lightning Whip in Phase 2. Thunderstruck is indicated by a white void zone. Keep as far away as you can to minimize its damage to you. Lightning Whip is indicated by a purple animation on the ground. Just stay out of it. I like to pop a cooldown here and use my AoE heals to get people topped off after these abilities. As a healer, you will be responsible for healing yourself and two others during the transitional phases. During this phase, we take damage from the abilities granted by the conduits. By beaconing yourself and using Glyph of Protector of the Innocent, you pretty much have yourself covered. I like to keep three Holy Power Eternal Flames rolling on us and use my single target heals for some spot healing. Phase 3 is a face-off against Lei Shen and you no longer deal with the conduits and instead deal with Thunderstruck, Summon Ball Lightning, Diffusion Chain, and his new attack Violent Gale Winds. Violent Gale Winds blows you around and adds a stacking debuff. During the Gale Winds, I use Holy Shock and Light of Dawns to help heal the raid. The minute it stops, we group up, pop cooldowns, and top the raid using our AoE heals. Light's Hammer is especially nice to have for this phase of the fight. With enough white knuckling it, you'll get your kill. If you're on Twitter, come follow me at FFPMMark with a C, or check out my blog page at HealingSpec.com. Luja the Mage here helping you get the rare pets. Welcome to the Throne of Thunder! What, you didn't want to raid? Well then, you're out of luck, because the Throne of Thunder is home to quite a few pets. Today, we're looking for Primordius, that lizard guy who has the oozes spawn during the fight. He drops not one, but two pets. Gasp! And they're dropped based on the difficulty that you are fighting him in. In LFR, you have the chance of finding the Living Fluid, which is taught from an item called the Quivering Blob. The Living Fluid is a Magic-type pet, and is also a Red Oozling. But in Normal and Heroic modes, he can drop the Dark Quivering Blob, which will teach you the Viscous Horror. This is a Red and Black Blobby that is also a Magic pet, but he has an evil, creepy face. The only real difference between these two pets, besides looks, is their second slot to ability. Living Fluid has Acidic Goo, while the Horror has Plagued Blood. All in all, it's up to you which one you want to use in the battle. Or, you know, whichever one drops. 
If you like this segment or you want to tell me how awesome I am, you can visit the website at aludraspets.com. You can also follow me on Twitter at aludra underscore AIE. And for more Battle Pet information, head on over to battlepet.net. Forsaken, rogue extraordinaire, and chief explorer for the Azeroth Archives. Unlike my ham-fisted, hammer-swinging, bookmonger colleague of Chorkus, I spend my time traveling the lands of Azeroth and Outland, and studying their geography, creatures, and cultures, and finding new and satisfying ways to stab them all. Anyone who has been to Hellfire Peninsula knows hatred and terror of the Fel Reavers. Powered by a core of Felfire, they were built by Moarg engineers in the Burning Legion's forge camps to raise and pillage settlements, decimate armies, and patrol as sentinels around the lands claimed by the Legion. The last memory of many an unwary adventurer, distracted briefly by an herb or a vein of ore, has been the ground shaking, followed by a hideous screeching roar, and then blackness. To adventurers below level 70, my only advice is to avoid them at all costs. For those unfortunate enough to have crossed one's path but are now more seasoned veteran, only slaughtering the Alliance is sweeter than burying a poisoned dagger of revenge to the hilt in the demonic power core of a fell reaver. Squidface will be back next week, assuming he doesn't bore you to death. Dark Lady, watch over you until I return. Follow at Azeroth Archives on Twitter, or listen to past episodes at azeroth-archives.tumblr.com. Ready, aim, what? This is Hunter Talk. I am Johnny Feisty, the Hunting Hunter, with tips to make your hunter hunterific. This week's topic is Garage Hellscreen. Welcome to Hunter Talk. Joining me today is my normally level-headed co-host, Flappy the Dragonhawk. Yeah, right, Flappy. Everyone has seen the trailer. Well, I'm assuming. By now, everyone is probably aware that the trailer for Patch 5.4, Siege of Orgrimmar, is out. And, you know, No, I don't want to hear your impression of Garage. Shush, Flappy. I want to talk about the trailer and some of the stuff in 5.4. You may have noticed that... Flappy, what are you doing? Flappy Dragonhawks can't fight with swords. It's not part of the game. Listen, if they let Dragonhawks... Wait, are you fighting with or against Vol'jin? I don't understand what you... No, you can't just fight with whoever is winning. That's not how this stuff works. There are no free agents. No, Pandaren aren't free agents. I can't believe you don't understand how this stuff works. Wait, where are you going? Uh, Thanks for listening to Hunter Talk. I need to go prevent a humongous mistake from occurring. Big ups to Flappy. At Johnny Feisty on Twitter. J-O-H-N-N-Y-F-E-I-S-T-Y. Because he likes you. A quick producer's note here. Uh, We got a segment from Revenar, the Mod Shop segment, but uh, we're having some problems with the audio levels. So I didn't want to boost it so loud that it would just sound bad. So I will get those details worked out with him and you will hear the segment next week. Have you enjoyed the AIE experience? If you'd like, you can help support the gaming community by sending a $5 or more donation via PayPal. 
All proceeds will be going towards community operations, events like BlizzCon, the community's website, and much more. You can find our PayPal link by going to our website at www.aie-guild.org. Thank you for your support, and thank you for being a member of Alea Ayakta Est. Until next time, AIE, this is Gomez. This is Accuzad. And this has been the AIE Podcast. This podcast is part of the Frog Pants Studios Network. For more information about this and other shows, visit frogpants.com. Audio program so good, it's like you're there.